Welcome to Love, Honor, Obey, a podcast for wives to get rid of your BS. Hello, sisters. Um, This morning, I'm sitting here with a cup of coffee and Gypsy, our cat, she was wanting to love on me a little bit. And so I was, you know, just petting her and enjoying her. And it brought me back to the place of how I came to meet Mrs. B, the lady that mentored me through submission. And uh, I thought I'd share it with you. It's a beautiful story. Um, So way back when I went through something that really rocked my world. And in that time, I I went to like a bit of a depression. And I knew that the only place um, that I could go to was at the feet of the Lord and ask him, Lord, help me through this. Help me. I mean, I had been in a, a depression like I had never known before. And uh, so I went to the word and I looked up specific words like trust and direction and security. And in every one of those words, the Holy Spirit led me to pride. The Holy Spirit led me to control. So that was the first instance where um, the Lord worked those things out of me so that my heart could be teachable and my heart could be ready. And the calluses of my heart were being removed to understand um, the teaching about submission. So that's the backstory on that. So we are living life and um, I'm noticing that my husband is getting more and more stressed about work. He would come home every single night and the the lines on his face, the worries on his face, just the uh, the weight of his work and having to provide for the family, it was just be- it was just becoming a lot on him. Now, mind you, I was still in my BS. Like the Lord had worked out of pride and control in me, but I hadn't been mentored yet by Mrs. B. So I wasn't there being the supportive wife for him. I wasn't there. I, I mean, I was physically there being the supportive wife for him. You know, we had dinner every night. We kept a calm. I kept a calm house and things like that. Yet I still drove the relationship. I still controlled our relationship. It was me that was saying, let's do this this weekend. Let's do, you know, let's work on this project instead of checking in with him first to see where what he needed. So here he is, he's all stressed out. And he says, you know, I think I'd like us to get a couple of cats. We didn't have any pets at that time. Um, Our house wasn't set for dogs. We had a real small property. So he said, let's just get a couple of cats. And then that way, you know, they can go in and out and they can just uh, hang out with us. And he goes, when I sit here at night and I watch TV, I can just pet the cat and it'll, it'll be just calm for me. And I thought, great, I'm a cat person. So I said, yeah, absolutely. I'll go looking for them. So not too long after that, I went um, to one of the local, SPCAs and they didn't have many cats surprisingly actually it was in the this SPCA inside of like a Petco and so they didn't have many cats there and none of them were like it just wasn't the cat so the same trip I googled then um like pet shelters or something like that near me and I found another SPCA but it was clear across the other side of town so I made arrangements a day or so after that. Okay, I'm going to GPS it and I'm going to find this place and I'm going to go get us some cats, right? So I am driving along and uh, I'm on these backcountry roads and all of a sudden I see this like handwritten free kitten sign on this, the, at a farmhouse. 
So I do a little loop-de-loop -loop in the Jeep and I spin back around and I pull into this farmhouse and uh, it is, it's empty. There's no cars in the driveway. It didn't look like anybody was home. So I thought, I wonder if I'm even in the right place. So I, I kind of, you know, I was kind of in like protection mode too. So I did like a little K turn in the driveway and had the Jeep backed in. And um, I got out and I was going to go up to the farmhouse to see if anyone was home. And there was this like big garage with an overhead, must have had an overhead apartment in it. And this guy comes running out and he's like waving his hands and he's like, hi, hi, hi. And so I, I stood near the Jeep because it's me. We're in the middle of the country now. And it's just me and this guy who I'm like <laughs> run mode. Like, how do I, how do I get out of this situation if I have to? And, uh, He's waving his hands, hey, hey, hey. And I said, hi. I said, do you have free kittens? And he says, yeah, I do. You know, come here. They're they're uh, under the porch. And I thought, oh, my golly. You know, now I'm going to go closer to him. Is he going to, like, hit me over the head? And I don't know. I was getting all freaked out. Probably one too many movies, right? So I go up, and sure enough, there's, like, I don't know, six, maybe six little baby kittens there, old enough to leave their mama. And uh, so I picked up one and this little yellow tabby one, so, so sweet, just curled right up into my arms. And I thought, yeah, this kitten needs to go home with us. Well, what we've found with kittens before is that more than one kitten is always a good thing uh, because they play with each other and they keep each other occupied. So I said, um, how about, how about, can I take two? And he says, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So I had grabbed this little black and white one and that, that thing was just like clawing at me like a, a feral cat and um, hopped out of my arms and ran away. And uh, then I saw a little black one. He said, this one's sweet. So I picked her up and she wasn't quite as cuddly as the yellow one, but she, she was fine. And I said, okay, well, I'd like to take both of them if I could. And, you know, y'all, have you ever had the feeling of, are you entertaining angels unaware? You know that scripture in Hebrews 13 too? <clears throat> I, I'm almost concerned, convinced, I mean, that this guy was an angel. He he was kind of like a simple-minded guy. His, his language was kind of, um, I don't know, whatever word, you know, it's just simple. <clears throat> and I said to him, may I take two of them, both of them? And he said, he got tears in his eyes. So of course, and I get tears in my eyes. And he said, you'll take them both. He goes, they're brother, sister, they're brother, sister. And oh, it just touched me to no end. So I said, yeah, I'd like to take both of them. So they have each other. And so he helped me get them into the, the little cat cages in the back. And I thanked him and <clears throat> went on my way. Well, the little yellow kitten had a lot of gunk in its eyes. And um, the one thing that Mr. had said was, don't bring home a sick kitten, though. Whatever you do, make sure that it's vetted well. And uh, I said, okay, so this kitten has gunkies in his eyes. So again, I uh, go up the road and then I pull over and I Google, again, vets near me. Because we were new to this area. We had only lived there about, I don't know, six months to a year at this point. Um, so I Google it and I find one. Again, clear on the other side of town. So I'm driving along, and as I drive along, I I pass by this church that we had been by a few times, and at this point in where we lived, we had visited, I don't know, three or four churches, and we just were not finding a church home. And at that point, we were uh, watching sermons online, and um, really lone sheep, and uh my husband, Mr. really wanted to go to church, but we just both wanted to be in the church that we both felt, you know, we were being fed and led. 
So I passed by this church and I, y'all, I can tell, I can still hear it. I can still hear the impression of the Lord on me. And he said, go there. Just two simple words. It wasn't audible. It wasn't like, you know, the Lord was sitting in the, the Jeep with me. It was just that impression on your heart. Go there. And I went home that night and I said, you know, got the kittens. He fell in love with the kittens. Um, and I said to him, I passed by that church again. And I, I kind of think we should give it a try. What do you think? And he, he said, yeah, you know, by all means, like we had been wanting to try a church and such. So it was then that we decided to go to that church and we had been there for a few months. And, um, I met Mrs. B and she was working with me during a, um, well, it was part of a ladies Bible group and we were, it was funny, we were actually doing a, a study on the word trust. And it was during that time that I just totally opened up about how our marriage was really difficult and I love my husband so much. I didn't know what to do. And then it was a week or so, a few weeks anyways, after um, admitting it in that group that I was working with Mrs. B. We were disinfecting toys in the children's church. And uh, I poured out to her. I said, I really don't know if we're going to make it. I really don't know. And in that moment, she took the time and she, we, we stopped everything. And she took the time and she grabbed her Bible. And she walked through all the scriptures with me on being a submissive wife. And on what the Lord, how the Lord sees our heart. And she gave me tips and um, practical examples of what she did in her marriage because she had gone through it too. She said year 13 was a, a turning point in her marriage uh, that she and her, and her husband had gone to counseling um, because they, they were just at a real turning point. And she found out too that she was the one that needed to change. So I share all this story with you today because we never know how the Holy Spirit's going to direct us to the place that he needs us to be so that the Lord can minister to us, so that the right messenger can be put in front of us. Um, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for that day. And when I look back on all the course of events of finding the free kittens, that angel guy being like, you'll take both of them. The, the fact that the little yellow kitten had gunky eyes, that I had to go find the vet, that this, uh, the way that the GPS took me went by this church. And then I could hear from the Lord and him say, go there. Now, we didn't stay at that church for a long, long time. We left the church after like eight months or so. Um, a lot because of my husband's uh, church hurt. Yet I know without a doubt that the very reason I was to go there, because it was the turning point in my life to learn how to get my BS removed, my before submission ways removed, that the Lord could start working on my heart. I had that teachable spirit because he had already brought me through the depression time and learned how to get rid of my control and my pride. And now every day when I look at um, Gypsy's the only one left, the little yellow kit, and he, um, about a year ago, he, he took off and he never came home. But every time I look at Gypsy and her sweet face, I just think back to uh, finding her that day. And I think back to how the Lord's hand was on all of it. I hope that this blesses you today. Take care. Love you, sister. God bless.
and wanted to conclude this podcast with John 3, 8. The wind blows where it wills, and though you hear its sound, yet you neither know where it comes from nor where it is going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. I just love that. We can feel the wind, we can hear the wind, yet it blows where it wants to. We don't really see it happening. It's the same way when the Holy Spirit is working in us. We don't understand why the Holy Spirit has us go into a direction, why the Holy Spirit is putting that power in us to do the things that he needs us to do. Yet what we always need to remember is to just follow him, obey him, and give the glory to God. Amen.